Dicky, rather Eric talking about a time in music when I had when there was two kinds of groups. There was groups that sang, and there were groups that played. There were no groups that sang and played. You know, it was a very, very, you know, it was a very particular period of time. You were either all instrumental, or you were a vocal group. And uh, there was a moment when the beat groups came in, groups that sang and played, and the vocal groups and instrumental groups all crossed over. I would, I played gigs with Nicky at the IB club. Nicky was a kid in nine. Right <laughs> if you had a movie you wanted to make on a woman, you was, needed to make it while he was singing. <laughs> <laughs> Another in the great voice of Mr. Nicky Adio. And for those of you that don't know Nicky, get to know him a little bit more tonight. Nicky, say hello. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, Stevie boy? How am I coming through? You're coming through great. It's usually broken. (laughs) (laughs) No, the phone sounds great. You're coming through great. And, uh, oh man, what a voice, what a voice, what a talent you are. Um, very much, uh, you know, we know, owe that all to the creator. <laughs> yes, we do. And, uh, so we're here tonight. It's just, uh, a couple of days before Christmas. And, uh, what is it? Today is the 22nd, three days before Christmas Day. Um, and 
let's um, let's talk a little bit before we play the next song. Um, you grew up on the streets of Asbury Park. Spent time on the streets in Asbury That's Park. In the, in the uh, surrounding areas, uh, Bradley Beach, Avon, Belmar, Long Branch, but mainly Asbury Park. And uh, if you'd like me to talk about that one Christmas Eve that I have in my uh, vignettes. Yes. When we were selling the Christmas trees, uh, we were kind of in the poor side of town, as you would say, place called El Toro's, and I was working for this guy named John, and I was selling Christmas trees, too. He served coffee and hamburgers and stuff like that. And the people would come by and look at the trees, and, uh, you know, they a lot of times they couldn't, they couldn't purchase them because they didn't have the money. So he would say, when they come back on Christmas Eve, uh, you know, later on, on Christmas Eve, just give them the trees, you know, around uh, 10 o'clock. I said, 10 o'clock? You know, I said, who's going to be coming out at that time? But anyway, sure enough, around 8 o'clock that night, they, uh, he, he had gone home to have his Christmas dinner with his family. John did. And uh, some of the people started coming back. And I saw this one particular fellow with his son, and they, they had scrounged up some money. And, of course, I... I just gave him the tree and eventually gave all the trees away. And after that, I just went into the diner, put on, um, you know, the drifters, and um, just got myself kind of comfortable, put mm-hmm. chairs together, put a coat over me, and fell asleep, I was, and I was feeling good. Uh-huh. So that was um, one of your Christmas experiences, and uh, as as always, and as you still do, um, living from your heart and caring about others, um, just wonderful. So for the season, um, the next song that I'd like to do is your version of Stardust. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, I know it's, it's a hodgepodge tonight. I realize that with uh, some different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some rhythm and blues, some, some standards, some Christmas uh, music. And uh, I like this particularly. Uh, I like the arrangement, and I've always uh, loved the song. Who doesn't? It's, it, the song itself, Hoagie Carmichael, Mitchell Parrish, you know. Mm-hmm. And let's hear it. Okay. Nikki Adio with Stardust. And now the purple dusk of twilight time Steals across the meadows of my heart In the sky, the little stars climb, always reminding me that we're apart. You wander down the lane and far, far away, leaving me a song that will not die. 
great Nikki. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, great group of musicians <clears throat> on there. Great. And, and uh, great arranger, Wade Marcus, who, uh, unfortunately, that was, <laughs> it was never released. I'm not sure why, and that was actually an alternate take. But, you know, maybe someday it'll get out there, you know. Yeah. Now, uh, Steve... Khan in the he's in the chat room said he loved the sax solo on the arrangement. You know who uh, who did the sax? I think his name was Al Snitzer. Knocked huh. it out in one shot. Ah, uh. yeah, wow. pretty sure Al or Al Al Snitzer. Okay. The uh, the bass player was with um, I know he was playing with Luther Vandross at the time. They were pretty heavy heavy hitters on there. The drums was uh, with Hall and & Oates, and people like that were on the session. This Wade Marcus, who worked at Motown, uh, he could gather that kind of that kind of crew, you know? Very cool. Um, and so that was done in studio, I take it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, sure, yeah. Yeah, not, not one of the basement uh, songs. No, no, but I think the next one you're going to play is a basement tune. Ah, different feel, but okay. I love them. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do my hero. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> one of one of your just one of your signature songs, I think. Yes, yes, I love it. Okay, and um, you know, so many yes. groups have done that, and. And my hero, I think, um, going back, was uh, a religious song. Well, it was from an operetta called The uh, Chocolate Soldier. Mm -hmm. And it came out around 1905, I think. And it's been done through the years by Jeanette McDonald and Nelson Eddy. Uh, you know, of course... Um, <laughs> different arrangement yes but when i heard the blue notes oh my goodness <laughs> oh yeah well let me tell you you're right up there with them let's take a listen
Wow. You know, one after another, my hero, Nikki Adio. So when you did my hero, I mean, what, what was the, um, impetus for you to, to do that one? What made you pick that one to do? Well, my hero, um, obviously is a, a very beautiful song and, um, it's something I always dreamed about singing, even before I could sing. And uh, one day I got the opportunity to do the song. And, you know, we just uh, we went down to the uh, basement, Danny Ugardi and the boys, and uh, and we put it down. It was a young fella named, um, I always seem to forget his name. Uh, he was preparing his bar mitzvah. Uh-huh. And he went. He wanted to sing My Hero, and it turned out uh, it was a little too high for him, so we had the track, and we said, let's try it, and that was it, you know, and we got My Hero. Wow, very cool. And again, you're reaching out and uh, doing it just because you're you. Um... Okay, so being the holiday season, we have a number of selections, uh, Nikki, and how about we listen to one of the operatic pieces that you've done? Okay, uh, you have any of them picked up? Uh... I can leave that up to you. All right. Well, there's uh, one called Io Conosco in Giardino there from an opera called uh, a very <clears throat> a very um, rare opera called Maristella by Giuseppe Pietri, and it's a very it's a short piece, but it's a very beautiful piece. And uh, again, opera is like anything else, you know. It's uh, music about love and passion and sensuality and certainly this little piece is about the same thing you know so Io Conosco un giardino I found a lovely garden uh okay I'm gonna try to pronounce that okay tell me if I get it right Io Conosco un giardino you got it got it great (laughs) all right let's take a listen Nicky Adio Io conosco un giardino a tutti sconosciuto, un ido di veluto sotto il cielo turchino. Oh, 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 oh. 
those notes and you know what can I say that the the talent you were born with uh, and which you discovered within yourself uh, what a gift yeah well, thank you very much and um... so Nikki what can you tell us about what you're feeling when you're singing those uh, opera pieces. Well, uh, you know, <clears throat> singing uh, singing is singing. I mean, opera, whether it's an opera singer, an operatic aria, or a rhythm and blues song, people get the same emotion. There, there's all songs based on emotion, and uh, it's nice to sing the Italian arias because uh, they have what they call the open vowels, and they're very easy. And, um, um, they're very easy to sing and, and they're so heartfelt that uh, it's just like singing uh, you know, a thousand miles away and uh, mm-hmm. that's so heartfelt you know, it's just full of emotion and that's what you get out of these pieces Beautiful Well, in, in the uh, chat room people are giving you a standing ovation Oh, thank you So uh, the next song we have up Nikki is My Faith and so what can you tell us about this? Well, um, I think this was a song, uh, forget the group now, a fellow named, um, I think Stevie G told me about this song. And I forget the group who originally sang it, I'm sorry. But um, we made it kind of spiritual, so if you're singing in church or synagogue or wherever, you know, uh, it talks about faith, and it talks about that uh, our faith can't be shaken, you know, especially in times like times that we're in now, let's hope our faith isn't shaken. Very true. Uh, looks like the five tones with a group. That's it, that's it, that's it. But... Let's hear your take. And uh, Danny Ugardi helped me with this one, yes. Nice, okay. Let's hear your take on My Faith. For I believe in 
They play the classics and the future classics and everything in between. Non-stop ad-free music, 24 hours a day, every day. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're back with Nikki. Um, so, Nikki, we just uh, heard Christmas uh, once again. And what can you tell us about that one? Well, of course, uh, the great and wonderful Frankie Lyman sang that song. And who doesn't love that song? Who didn't? Doesn't, didn't. <laughs> Frankie Lyman, you know. Uh-huh. And I remember him uh, singing it, actually, on the uh, Ed Sullivan show, I think. And I said, boy, that's a beautiful Christmas song. So uh, I called my friend Dusty McCauley, and uh, <laughs> we went down to the basement. That is a basement song. <laughs> and uh, we put it on We put it on tape. And um, I kind of like it. You know, it's got the right feel and everything. Of course, not Frankie Lyman. You know, it's different. But uh, mm-hmm. it's still a beautiful song, and I yeah. hope the audience enjoyed it. It is, and you did a tremendous job on it. Thank you. So, next up, we have Would I Be Crying? What can you tell us about this one? Well, uh, that's an early Flamingo song, I believe. And I've since I'm a kid, I love this. Before I could sing, I love this song, you know. Mm-hmm. When I... You know the the flamingos, they they put an indelible mark on your uh, on your soul. You know, some, oh, yeah. Some some groups do that, and some singers do that. And uh, I said, so later on when I did find the voice, you know, I gathered the boys together in the basement again, <laughs> and this came out better than I ever expected. And um, it's it's. It's one of those heartfelt songs. Would I be crying if I were lying to you? That's that's the beauty of the songs from that era. You know, they they have such a pathos and passion in them. Yeah, and it, it, this one, uh, the Flamingos did it in 1956. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's before I was doing it, you know? Yeah. And uh, but when I heard it, it's probably on the Checker label or one of those, right. those labels. And... Uh, the flamingos they're just one of the best they are let's take a listen to your take on would i be crying i can be can't you see that i Believe me, 
said that was a basement song um let me tell you (laughs) i couldn't tell basement studio i mean just superb sometimes these songs become more authentic uh because when these songs were originally recorded i mean they didn't have any of the technology that obviously they have today but sometimes in my mind anyway my opinion, that there was a a realness to the music of that time. You know, it Mm -hmm. felt real. It didn't feel, uh, it felt authentic. It felt heartfelt, you know. And uh, I don't want to condemn any music. Music in every era is good. But that music in particular was, to, to say it was simple is, it's really not the case. They sang so beautifully, you know, the, mm-hmm. the great groups, the harp tones, the moon glows, and Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers, and you can go down the list of them. And, and they had to, to make sounds like they, they, that they made. So <clears throat> I think recording in the basement like that was an advantage, really, if, when I heard the final product, you know. Yes, yes. And... You wouldn't think so, but... <laughs> <laughs> But I, I do. I think we got closer to the essence of what the, what the music was all about. Uh, I probably tend to agree. You know, it's kind of like when you do it on the street corner versus doing it in a studio, you can kind of feel the difference, I think. Oh, absolutely. You know... Uh yeah, there's a free, uh, certainly when you're singing on the street corner, there's a, you know, especially if it's a warm, summery night in the breeze, mm-hmm. you're at, and you're singing those harmonies, you know, you, you just feel like, you know, everybody wants to sing, you know, just wants to be part of it. And, and even the little audience that might gather around you, they feel it. Yes. You really feel what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's true, that. It it just it's an aura that emanates around the group that's doing the singing and the people listening. And the people listening, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you become one that way. Yes. With yes. The audience. Um okay, so next up we have the Lord's Prayer. Um I don't have to ask what inspired this one, but tell us a little bit about um, how it was done, where it was done, if you remember. Yeah, so I, I 
lot in um, in churches and uh, other religious institutions, and uh, sometimes uh, we get the opportunity to record them. And uh, this is a beautiful song. Um, uh, of course, this is a beautiful song. Uh, I think the fellow's name was Disarrangement is by uh, Henry Malott, I think his name was. And uh, the penultimate uh, performance, I believe, was by Mario Lanza. And I believe we did this live in one of the churches. And uh, thank God, uh, thank God I had this where... I guess posterity, you know, have you have it mm-hmm. something is that the right I guess it's the right term, you know. Yeah. And um that's it, you know. Here's this is a you know, music is music and when you sing it it's got to be from the heart and you hope that's where it comes from, you know. Exactly. Okay, well let's take a listen now to Nikki Adio singing the Lord's Prayer. Our Father
Dicchiadio with the Lord's Prayer. Absolutely superb. Thank you, thank you. It's a, you know, that's another thing that you really want to do and you want to do with uh, reverence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and that came across. Um, Janet in the chat room said, uh, Nikki, it brings chills. And, oh, that's very nice for her to say that. And Steve, a coat. And, and Steve Kahn said, what a voice. Thank you. And Thank you very much. Somebody else said they were singing along. Oh, good. So. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's a holiday season, you, you know, with uh, Christmas and Hanukkah, the season of giving, the season of hope, the season of, uh, we hope, peace, you know. And we need more of this music for, you know, for the things to come, you know. Yes. So we're, we're strengthened in, in whatever, whatever faith we have, you know. And I, I think it's important that, that we do, we do have this kind of, uh, this kind of material, these kind of songs. So it helps us, it helps us get through a lot of things, especially with all the, families suffering with the COVID and all the other things that are going on, you know. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, uh, and maybe many times, whatever our religion is, most religions are faith-based and peace-based, most religions. And sometimes divine intervention could be a good thing. This is true. True. Um, um, I think I'm hearing an echo in the phone, but I don't, but I don't know what that's from. Unless you're on my end, but uh, oh, is the radio on on your end? No, well, I had it on before. It's not oh. on now. Oh, okay. Okay. You hear it now? A little bit, a little bit. but oh, okay. I'm not going to worry about it. Um, as long as the music comes out all right, and the music is coming out perfect. perfect. And I think you know, fitting. After um, Lord's Prayer, um, I know I told you offline what we what I thought should come next, but I changed my mind. How about Oh Holy Night? Oh well, uh, yes. Well, that's an interesting one. Okay, yeah. That's my friend Peter Lucia playing guitar, and I'm kind of <laughs> singing like a little shepherd boy. You know, so it's not really a, a studio recording, a fine recording. It's like the shepherd guarding his sheep. And I'm very far away from the microphone, as you, as you will hear. And it's supposed, to, you know, simulating a young boy singing O Holy Night on that very precious night with Peter Lucia accompanying me on guitar. Okay. Uh, let's take. This one, and uh, listen, close your eyes, and uh, see what you feel.
Well, um, you know, I'm running out of superlatives, Nikki. That was also beautiful. Yes, it's, uh, well, uh, it's actually, uh, 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 I think the song was originally uh, in French. And then, uh, of course, English uh, translation. And many of those Christmas songs are, uh, are, are, are beautiful when they're, they are simply sung. Like, uh, you can't beat Judy Garland singing, um, have yourself a merry little Christmas, you know? I mean, it's, a lot of people do it nicely. Norm Nat King Cole doing the Christmas song. And, uh, in fact, and that's a funny thing because, um, the Christmas song, as people may know, they were out in California, Mel Torme, and he was trying to write a, it was so hot that he was trying to write a song about something cold. <laughs> I understand. And he went to his friend, I think it was Bob Wells. He saw some lyrics written, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at your nose, and there they are in this 100-degree temperature, whatever they were in there, and that's how they wrote the Christmas song. And gee whiz, I mean, come on, I mean, so many people have recorded it, so many people, it's a joy to so many people, so you never know what's going to happen. you got to be a little kooky sometimes. Yeah, a little bit, and, uh, and that's where the creativity comes in. So next up, Nikki, we have I'm Falling in Love. Oh, okay. Um, so what about this one? I lost you somehow. Oh, um, I, I said, what about this one? I'm Falling in Love. Okay, uh, there was an acapella version, and then there was... Uh, <laughs> Well, Bobby Blue was uh, banging on the box, and I guess this is the music version, the music, the one with music. Okay, I do have both. Oh. Okay, no, the one with music is fine. That's that's the one, and uh, that's another cellar recording. And this is a song originally by the Jesters, right? Yeah. And I love the Jesters. I mean, you know, they, 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 they're just one of them street groups, one of them stritty, gritty street groups. So Strange is one of my favorites. And when we had the group together, we never failed to do that. We never failed to get a big ovation. So this is I'm Falling in Love. I, you know, Danny Ugardi, Antonio's in the background, Bobby Blue. Um, I think that's Norman Sullivan playing piano. So oh. this is it. All right. I think it's got a nice groove. And Danny Ugardi also plays uh, congas on this, I think. Okay, well, let's take a listen to it right now.
Jackie Addio. Um, falling in love and uh, listening audience, everybody out there. Would you believe that that was done in a basement? It was recorded in Nikki's basement. Yeah, I was glad I had a basement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we all are. Yeah, you know, um, you know, this is this is a, a lot of fun. It's just so natural doing this, and uh, I feel that uh, we're, you know, we're at one with the audience. And even the, even if the, uh, the machines goof up or whatever, they're with us. They know we're all humans, you know. And, exactly. Uh, and we have to work together. That's part of what we're talking about, uh, you know, in our songs uh, for unity hope and inspiration, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which you certainly know about because uh, you've been involved with it and we're getting it out to the public and uh, we need unity, you know, we need to uh, we need to care about one another despite, uh, you know, the differences we have. You know, we have to learn to overcome them and work together in you know, some way. I know it's Pollyannish and all that kind of stuff, but we sure can try and music can certainly be a big help in that regard, you know? Definitely. It's, well, the music and the spirit that drives you and, uh, you know, the heart for caring. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, as, as I've told this story a number of times, that um, I probably said it before, that I went to, um, if you go to one of Ronnie I shows, about years ago, and he would invite me down, whether I sang or not. You go in the back room, everybody's getting dressed, you know, Asian people, black people, white people, Jewish people, Christian people, I guess Muslims were in there. One guy starts hitting a note, who's in his underwear, who's in... (laughs) Yeah, it's true, I mean, and then they go, God, dig it, man, you know, and they get in it, and they start uh, putting the voices together. Nobody asks who you voted for, nobody asks where you go to church, Nobody has anything, you know. They just wanted to make a beautiful sound, and they did. I wish some of them, uh, <laughs> some of them episodes were recorded. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought about that later on. It would have made a nice album. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, it's a good memory. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. something that you have with you always. Always. Um. Okay. Okay. Next selection is Blue Star, and as I understand, another basement recording. Yes, yes. And, uh, well, uh, let's just get right into it, into it and hear the wonderful voice of Nikki Adio.
hitting those notes, Nikki. Uh, and Wendy in the chat room said, as I said, one hell of a basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the magic. The magic basement. Exactly. It, you know, it was something in those walls. Something in those walls. A lot of music in there. And uh, Danny Ugardi, who uh, sings with the cameos, uh, he was always amazed when we <laughs> when we wound up with the, the kind of sound uh, that we had, you know, mm-hmm. after that. But you know what it is? It's If you love what you're doing, you know, and... Uh, no matter where or what, if there was no tape recorder, you listen to some of these groups in the, the hallways and in the tunnels, uh, you know, or wherever, and it's just as beautiful, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just um, the lyrics are pure beauty and the melodies are beautiful. So all you have to do is uh, do your best with them. Yeah, and and. In the basement, I mean, the equipment you were using was kind of um, archaic, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, uh, I still use the same mics. I mean, the mics were very old, uh-huh. <laughs> but maybe that led to it. One of the mics I actually found a long time ago. I still use it even on uh, when I perform, and I'm looking at it right now, and. Um, <laughs> The, we graduated at one point from a four-track recorder to an eight-track recorder and a little little tape machine, you know. Mm-hmm. And most of the people who record will know what I mean. There's no EQs or anything. There's really some reverb and, you know, just a little bass or take off the bass and, you know, and, and it was a blessing that it came, or more like a miracle that some of these came out like that, you know. Well, they're beautiful, beautiful. each and every one. Yeah, I'm sure there's a few there that uh, we didn't put on. <laughs> a few that didn't make the grade. I don't know, uh, but they all seem to be uh, they all seem to be worthwhile. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I say that, and I'd like to thank all the fellows that that were there with me. Um, all the groups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Whatever upstairs, you know, a little pasta, a little wine. <laughs> Okay, now, the next song, Nikki, is I Will Pass This Way. Yes. This is, uh, this is the, um, uh, this is what I believe. Uh, the original words were a poem, and I, and I think we may have played this before, but it's worth playing again. And Etienne de Griez, something like that. And, um... The guy from Ronnie Gaylord did the music from the Gaylord. She probably remember me saying that. And I first heard it by um, my friend Chick Voss. Uh, Glenn Campbell did it. And a few other people did it. And I was intrigued by the song because it expressed my thoughts perfectly. You know, I will pass this way but once. That's for all of us, you know. Mm-hmm. Any good that we can do, you know, do it now. You know, who knows? Nobody's promised tomorrow, right? This is true. Nobody, and, you know, so n- we never know. No, no, you never know. So, uh, so we have to live a life of um, of caring, forgiving, and and giving. You know. Yes. And it's very difficult. I I know that. But 
Everybody can do a little bit. I know that too. Exactly true. True. Nikki Adio, I will pass this way but once. I will pass this way but once If there's any good that I can do tell you, Nikki. Amazing. Well, uh, you know, it's like Stardust or anything else. I mean, when you have a great song, that's uh, that's 90% of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it, the feeling is in, right in there. You know, it's, it, it's a part of it. It's a great part of it. And certainly I will pass this way, but once it's something we all can uh, relate to. Um, I mean, I know the some religions say we'll come back as a, you know a cow or a, uh-huh. a, a puppy or something you know but for now you know I will pass this way but once uh, is probably um, as much as we know so let's do the best we can while we're here and believe me it leads to a better life that's all I can say beautiful thoughts 
which lead me into the next uh, selection, Nikki. It's Softly As I Leave You. Oh, well, this is really interesting. Uh, now, this kind of music, obviously, is totally different from the operatic music, from the rhythm and blues music, uh, vocal group stuff. And um, I, a friend of mine, uh, Joe Grimaldi, had asked me to uh, learn this song. And Richie Rome, who, who was big in the 70s or 80s, I believe, disco groups, he had the... Uh, the Ritchie family, they made a lot of disco hits, mm-hmm. did this arrangement, and they asked me to sing it. Now, I this is a demo that has never been played. I sang it, and uh, uh, it was new for me, this song, and I may have not, I didn't go, I, I, may, have, <laughs> I may have added a few of my own notes in there <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> you know, it's a song that, you know, like Sinatra does, and... Um, yeah, pop, pop song. Uh, yeah, the, 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 that kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I I did do it, and um, it just lays in the archives, and I sent it to you, and you seem to like it. So, you know, um, there's a lot of um, discussion about this song, what it actually means. I, I, I think Elvis actually recorded this, too. I yes. don't know. Yes, yes. But... Um, there's a darkness to it or a sadness, let's put it that way. I don't know if that's what it is either, but it certainly sounds like it could be that way. Yeah, the, yeah. the story, as I heard it, was um, it was a husband and wife, and I believe the wife was dying. And so that was the story behind the song. Well, you certainly get that feeling, you know, and Sometimes I don't. I mean, I don't even like to put the heads on and listen. Heads on, head, headphones on and listen to it. But we'll listen to it now. Okay. okay. Here we go. Softly as I leave you, Nikki Adio. Can't bear the tears 
Softly as I leave you, Nikki Adio doing a tremendous job on that one. Thank you, thank you. You're very welcome, oh. Nikki. You know, as I said, everything that you sing is absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. People are going to get tired of you saying that, <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate it. You know. I know. I know. And. Um, if Nika, Nikki, if people want to contact you, how can they do so? Well, uh, of course, they can contact me through email, ni4a4 at aol.com. We can repeat that later. They actually can call me at 732-963-9059 mm-hmm. or Nikki Adio, uh care of P.O. Box 2303, Elberon, New Jersey, 07740. So any of those ways, you know, um, and people can find out more about the unity, hope, and inspiration. Really good tunes on there uh, featuring Billy Brown of uh, Ray Goodman and Brown and songs uh, like Learn, Children Learn and and um, it's not too late. Let's stop the hate. Joined at the heart. Songs I wrote quite a long time ago. Yes, and of course, um, of course, peace. You know, I will pass this way, but once and angels in disguise. A whole bunch of things, you know. Uh-huh. Angels in disguise are real nice. The recording, which uh, my good friend Gary Cook uh, was instrumental on it, and. Um, you know, I hope uh, people get in touch. Uh, we're just preparing that now. 
Yes, yes. And, uh, preparing it for launch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're like NASA, you know, we're preparing for launch, you know. Yes, and, and there will be a, yeah. a video as well. Well, video as well, yes, absolutely. And um, it's available also. I'll, I'll, I'll give the link a little bit later. I don't have it in front of me right now where you can uh, listen to that CD and download. Um, and as long as we're talking about that, uh, Nikki, how about if we play one of the tracks from the CD? Okay, which one would you like to play? It's going to be up to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, how about I can see clearly? That's a little up, and uh, it's got a nice message. Okay. Let me get that queued up right now. And here we go. Nikki Adio with I Can See Clearly Now. This is from the CD Songs of Unity, Hope, and Inspiration. The dawn is coming, and maybe... A better day.
Okay, a little bit of a taste of what is on uh, the Songs of Unity, Hope, and Inspiration CD. Um, okay. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, okay, so as I said, that was just a little taste of what was on the CD. But getting back to uh, another song that you did, Nikki. Um, you kind of made your own, Gypsy Woman. All right, uh, let's hope everything is copacetic. Yeah. They say, <clears throat> Curtis Mayfield song, and uh, I hope uh, everyone enjoys it. Let's take a listen right now.
and yet another one, Nikki. Superb job. Thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, again, uh, I want to thank Danny Gardy for always helping out with the backgrounds on these uh, tunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, track and the guitars was uh, Ron Zabrocki, great guitarist. And Joe DeMeo added, this was a studio cut, uh, Surefire. Ah, uh, okay. Well, Long Branch, New Jersey, yeah. Sounded really, great. Uh, really a great job, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll get this stuff out on CD one day, you know? I hope. <laughs> Not I hope. I, hope. I know. <laughs> uh, I next. want to be here when it happens. Yeah. You, you will. We all will. Exactly. So, you know, Groucho Mark said, he, he said, I, I don't mind dying, I just don't want to be there when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. bad. Now, did you have a cigar in your mouth when you said that? <laughs> I tell you, man, that cat was crazy. <laughs> I, I, I love their early films. We're just, we're just off the chart. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I just love those guys. They They were. Um, okay, getting back to a little more serious stuff. Uh, the next song we have is Ave Maria. Yes, this is a, there's, there's a few Ave Marias. This is the Schubert version. And, um, there's also the, um, the Bach Gounod version. And, uh, if anyone saw the great Caruso with Mario Lanza in the choir loft, he sings the Bach version. This is the version most requested, the uh, Schubert version. And uh, in the last couple of years, I unfortunately I've sung it too many times, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I hope 2021 is uh, is better, and I it's, it's more for happy occasions. I think that everybody will agree with that. the truth one another be there for one another you know mm-hmm. and uh this is a live recording from um probably one of the churches i'm not sure but the you know when you sing in church or i mean the, you know the, these kind of pieces you have to be you have to be there like you know sometimes six in the morning seven in the morning eight in the morning so you when I was playing in the clubs, when this was smoke-filled, and I had a, you know, I wouldn't go to sleep that night. I'd just stay up. If your throat would be all scraggly in the morning. <laughs> try to get, get rid of all the gook in your throat. Uh-huh. But uh, we, th- this was on a good day. Okay, well, let's hear Ave Maria yeah. by Niccolo, Whoa. a.k.a. Nicky Adio.
Nikki Adio singing in Latin. Ave Maria. Ave Maria, yes. Another beautiful piece. And uh, uh, your voice is magical. magical. And Next. Thank God it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank God it comes out. You know, it's. I feel like we're. You know, the audience. You, me, the audience, we're at one, so I can speak freely. Yes. You know, when I'm in, in the church, sometimes in the choir lofts, sometimes I do it without music in the back of the church, and then I leave, and, I, and the, the priest always says, who is that masked man? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hang around, but when, I, when I'm asked to sing it, and uh, I have to wait for a certain part of the mass, let's say, and I have to sit there and wait, I think it's so many thoughts, I'm getting cold, you know, and am I going to hit the first note uh-huh. to do it right? And I start praying, you know, <laughs> you know, and I say, and then I have to, you know, say, man, who's that good-looking girl down there, you know? And then I say, oh, stop. <laughs> no. I have to keep keep my mind in a, a purified state. Yes. Usually, usually, uh, usually it comes out okay. Yeah. It, My prayer gets answered more more than usually, but um, you know, you're when you said that, who's that mask man? I mean, you've you've stayed kind of under the radar a whole lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's time now for you to come above the radar. Yeah, uh, well, for many reasons, which I won't get into now, you know, when I was younger, um, you know, you, you think, uh, you don't think about your your mortality and all those things, you know, mm-hmm. your insurance runs out, then you start saying, gee whiz, uh, how am I going to take care of the family and everything, you know, right. So maybe, maybe I could be a human interest story. Thank God I am... Uh, I'm still able to sing, just nowhere to sing, you know, except in well, church now and then. And well, I hope, once, hope that'll change. Yes, once the uh, uh, virus state of uh, uh, the world changes and we revert back to whatever the new normal will be and uh, we can get out there again. Yeah, because uh, one of the things uh, people need... Uh, it's music. Music is, uh, whether it's folk music or rock music, classical music, you know, it, it's like a lifeblood, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it energizes, you know. It touches touches all the emotions, and it's, it's part of eating and sleeping and drinking. You know, music is such such a part of our lives. And, yes. And live music, you know, where you can hear somebody actually doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope that's the situation, and I, I hope it's soon, you know. I think we all do, and, and yes, so true, hearing it live, where the sound waves can actually resonate with your body and your soul. Absolutely, and that, that's the connection that's made, you know, mm-hmm. with the singer or the performer and the audience, you know. When you do that, oh... And you know it, you know? Yes. Yes, you feel it when you're sitting in a venue, in an auditorium, and sharing the experience with your fellow human people. 
absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's, uh, because we are connected, you know. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I w- if we let our feelings go a little more, you know, and, and stop, you know, stop all the BS and the pettiness and that kind of stuff, we could enjoy life a little more. I At least that's what I think, you know. I, well, well, it's a good thought, and I agree with it. Agree with it. Now, what, what, what's coming up next? What's coming up next? The wind. Oh, wow. Boy, do I love it. Did I always love this song? I don't care if the Jester sang it or the Diablos, but the Diablos <clears throat> is, is my favorite, you know. Mm-hmm. I really, uh, I really love Nolan Strong, you know. Uh, I didn't know Nolan Strong, never met him. Mm-hmm. But I felt the kinship with him. He, uh, You could tell these these people did it for for love, you know. They 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 were doing something because they loved it. And you could feel it. Exactly. They sure didn't do it for the money. Money. Oh, well, I, I know they wish they got some money out of it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, they were willing to do it anyway, you know. So I, I commend them so much and and salute them for bringing so much joy. Yes. Let's hear mm. Nikki Adio. The wind.
another one that you hit out of the ballpark, Nikki. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, well, you can't get much more heartfelt than that one, can you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great song, and you took it, and um, wow, a lot of soul in that one. You know, uh, when you realize that these young guys that wrote these songs, and especially this one, I mean, you know, to me, anyway, this, you know, this is my opinion. Other people may have other opinions, of course, and they're mm-hmm. entitled to them. But that's, it's poetry, you know. Uh, the feeling uh, can visualize what, what Nolan is singing, you know. But what I'm singing, you can visualize it, you know, with those beautiful lyrics. Yes, and, and um, um, one of the comments give me chills, you know. One of the comments in the chat room, room. by I, a fan of yours who I, did purchase one of your CDs said, "A true classic done by a true superstar." Oh, thank you, thank you so much. That's very kind. Yeah, that was uh, Bubba down in Florida. And uh, the next song, Nikki, is one that I have not heard. It's called the Virgin's Slumber Song. Yes, we are in the Christmas, uh, you know, spirit. I think, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, this is a lullaby, and it's about the uh, uh, Mary with her child. And I first heard the song sung by Mario Alonza, and uh, I had uh, sung it a few times, and I asked my friend uh, Dusty McCauley to help me uh, get some music together so I could sing it and record it. And uh, it's very simple, very beautiful, very to the point, and, you know, beautiful poetry, the Virgin Slumber Song. Wonderful. Let's listen to it.
Absolutely fascinating, beautiful song, the Virgin's Slumber Song. Um, okay. So, as we discussed, the next selection is So Blue. Mm. One of my favorites. And is this Basement Song? So Blue. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. A uh, track by our good friend Hal. Oh, Hal Keshner. Yeah. And, um... Bobby Blue, Antonio, uh, Danny Ugardi. I sometimes I can't remember everybody, but uh, mm-hmm. yes, this was this was in the basement. But we caught it. This was like a, <clears throat> we did catch it. I, I really like this. I actually this is one that I listen to myself a lot. You know, you never want to listen to yourself. Right. You know, dark to the morning. Never want to look at our movies. You know, I understand that. You don't want to hear your songs. You're afraid. Of what you're going to hear, mm-hmm. but um, so blue is um, is another one of them songs that's just haunting. It's a haunting piece, you know. Yes, and I, I, I lean toward that. I must admit, you know, I just lean toward that. Uh, the, the version I heard originally was the vibrations. Now we're not playing any, much of my music, if any. Of course, if they get songs of. Uh, Unity, hope, and inspiration. There's some of my pieces on there, but but these are kind of some of my favorites okay. that we're hearing. You know, so mm-hmm. originally done by the Vibrations, great group, another group, uh, amazing, and this is our version of uh, you know that's all. So blue. Okay, without any further ado, here is Nikki Adio with So Blue.
Great sound, Nikki, with uh, I'm So Blue. Yes, love that song. I really love that song. Well, I lean toward those those kind of songs. Yeah, yeah. and you do so, I mean, you take them and... I get that from sleeping in cars and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, broken hearts and all those things. We've all experienced that. You know. Yes. Yes, we we all in life experience uh, broken hearts and blue, you know, blue and and downtime, if you will. But there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we just have to be patient. You know. Yes, this is true. It's true. And uh, uh, and celebrate the high points of life. Life. So you were saying something about it's. Cold days of winter. Yeah, today was today was the first day of winter, or yes, maybe yesterday was the first day of winter. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so now the days start getting longer, and we look to uh, having sunlight still at five o'clock at night, or five o'clock in the afternoon. Whereas now it's uh, five o'clock is nighttime during the winter. So I think looking towards the summer, we can uh, play the summer wind. Oh yeah, that's well. That's like um, like the Christmas song with Mel Torme. You know, uh-huh. he did it in the he did in the hundred degree weather. The song. <laughs> so so you're gonna play uh, the summer wind. Uh, may I say a little about this? Of course. I'm not really. Um, I mean, you know, who who doesn't like Sinatra and, you know, and, you know, Nat Cole and Billy Eckstein and all those great crooners and even Crosby. But this song had a little something extra when I heard it, The Summer Wind. You know, it was in the uh, the Pope of Greenwich Village. Uh-huh. When he's uh, getting dressed or doing something, he's got this. It's so, the song is like one of them cool songs, you know, for pop cool songs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know what I'm saying. I do. Um, it's it's kind of kind of cool, you know that that kind of hip Vegas kind of sound, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody said the longest day of the year, June twentieth, sunset at eight thirty one p.m. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. So the poor Richard's almanac there. Yeah, really. Um. So yeah, let's. Well, let's go to summer. Exactly. Get that on right now. Nikki Adio with the summer wind. Oh, yeah. The summer wind came blowing in across the sea It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me All summer long we sang a song and strolled the golden sand Two sweet 
hearts and the summer wind Like painted kites Those days and nights went flying by Beneath the new and no so blue Umbrella sky And softer than a fiber man One day it called to you I lost you too That summer wind The autumn winds Those winter winds They've come and gone And still those days, those lonely days, go on and on. And guess who sighs the lullabies of nights that never end? My fickle friend, the summer wind. The summer wind The summer wind That summer wind The pop the pop sound of Mickey Adio <laughs> Yeah well it's got that coolness to it you know that uh swinging Sinatra kind of thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't try to sing like Sinatra. I mean, I do it on my own, whatever I do. But but I, I like it. I liked it when I heard it, you know. It, mm-hmm. it's just, I'm sure most people did. Even when I do it live, I mean, when I'm in a club or something, people really like it. So, uh, um, and it's good. It gets you away from some of them stratospheric songs. Yeah, and um, you know we're we're hearing all of the different sides of Mickey Adio tonight. Yeah, most of them. But, well, not my folk folk side or gospel side, but uh, we'll do that sometime. I hope you know the folk side. I haven't heard that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I love uh, I love uh, the Cruel War by uh, Peter Paul and Mary. And oh. I love uh, Bob Dylan. Uh, you know, a lot of his stuff. Oh, you know, wow. Simply Fourth Street and those things. Oh, yeah. And you have those? But he's got something you... to bring to the table, you know, and you know, I'm, and I'm ready to feast on it, you know. Okay. I, now, do you have any of those recorded? Recorded? Let me see. Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I have to think in my brain here. But, uh, and also, you know, like uh, the gospel tunes, the soul yeah. stirrers. Oh, I love the soul stirrers. And uh, when they were, Sam Cooke was with that group. And, you know, I, I'm fortunate that I love all this music, you know, because it, it, all of it brings something to my life, you know, that's beautiful. <laughs> Wendy in the chat room said, it sounds like another Tuesday show to me. Better head to the basement and record some. <laughs> Well, as long as, as long as people are enjoying it, this hodgepodge tonight, 
And we're talking about, I believe we're talking about good things, things we can all relate to. Yes. What do we have next? Nasede Mancha? Yes, we do. Now, now let, me try to, to, let me try to pronounce that, Nikki. Nasere Maggio. That's right. A Night in May, you know. Again, a broken-hearted song. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not very very long, but the uh, song made popular by like, <clears throat> guys like Jimmy Roselli and... I mean, Lanza sang it, too. Uh-huh. I try to sing it more poppy than operatic, except, except for the end. And... Uh, this is one that I uh, I really enjoyed, and now you're telling me uh, the people are enjoying all these, you know, various things. Yes. So let's listen to it. I mean, you know, he, 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 the guy is saying, "You promised me, you told me that you love me, and you said all these things, and then you went and broke my heart, and you know, why did you do this?" And that happened on a on an evening in May. You know. Oh, okay. So, so that's the story of the song. Basic, basically. Okay, let's it's take a listen. The story of all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a listen. Viene appuntamento, guardi a mare, guardi fronte. Si te parla non risponde, stai distratta come che. Io te tengo di dolore, con che sembra innamorato. Tu invece pensi nada e te stai scordando a me.
That's what. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so we were discussing that song uh, off air, Nikki. Uh huh. And Wendy said it sounds Sicilian to her. No, it's uh, it's Neapolitan. Yeah. It's Neapolitan, yeah. and all these little uh, all these little areas have their own dialects, you know. And yes, there's certainly a Sicilian dialect, and there's actually only one opera. Uh, one or two operas that I know of that are done in the Sicilian dialect. One is Cavalli di Lucicana, which I actually uh, know most of the opera. And they're they're a little tricky to get some of these dialects down because if you don't get them right, then people let you know. That's right. Right. But I'm glad Wendy's listening. Anyway. Good. And Bubba said uh, we got to bring Nikki back for part four. four. So cool. Cool. Oh, really? That's very nice. Thank you. So, um... um okay, let's get back into the, to the other groove now. Okay, into the other groove with I Need Your Love. Love. Yes. All right. Where was this one done? Do you remember? Remember? Oh, uh, this, is a, this is a studio recording. It was on a Surefire recording. And again, um, uh, with the Night Owls, Danny Ugardi, and... Um, my friend uh, Dusty McCauley and Joe DeMeo was the engineer. And uh, I, I, I might have said this before, that uh, this fellow in Florida, and God rest his soul, he, uh, Lola of Lola and the Saints, told me that he uh, uh. passed away. His name was Mark Russo. He loved all these things. He heard me somewhere on the uh, Internet singing Italian, and he had a knowledge of all this music didn't matter what it was you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a real superior knowledge you know yes uh and who sang what he sang also but he was confined i believe to a wheelchair i never met him in person but um, he would suggest songs and this is one of the songs he suggested it was originally done by the metallics you mm-hmm. know and uh when i heard it you know i said oh my goodness I love this song. (laughs) Okay. You know, know, sometimes, who knows where things are going to go, you know? I know, I know. Well, this is a great song. If they're going to go, if they're not, if people are enjoying them, that's that's enough for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, this one happens to be a great song. Song. Yes. uh, Uh, Let's hear Nikki Adio doing I Need Your Love.
it was great, Nikki. It was absolutely great. Well, you know, I have to tell you, maybe people know this. Um, uh, they may have caught it. Like, uh, when you get to the middle of this song, I'm sure collectors out, out there know this song, probably before I know it. Did you know this group? The, uh, the Metallics? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now they go, the leaves on the trees seem to beckon to me. That the, well, you know, when I, when I first came to Asbury Park as a young boy and I saw this record, I was living on the west side of Asbury Park, Bangs Avenue, and I saw this 78 record on the grand record label that was called uh, My Girl Awaits Me. And if you listen to My Girl Awaits Me by the Castells, they say the same thing in the same phrasing. Oh. oh. The leaves on the trees seem to beckon to me and tell me you're coming my way, you know. So, a little, uh... Yeah. I guess they, I guess they borrowed that from, <laughs> from the Castells. I, I, wow, that's great. Great. That's great piece of trivia, Nikki. Yeah, you know, and, and listen to them. I'm sure there's collectors out there, but, uh... Well, yeah, but like, uh, so strange. For the longest time, I did that with the groups. But I never knew, I, I, I never knew what the tenor voice was saying in the middle of the song. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Was on a night mysterious, that's when, you know, you know the song, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, then I, 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 I asked my friend, I said, what, first of all, I couldn't understand the first words he was saying. You know, then once you know what the first words are, you, they're very clear to you, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that he was singing, it was on a night mysterious, that's when you said you cared, you made me feel delirious. I said, that's really great, until I heard Strange Love, but True Love by Cole Porter, <laughs> that's where the, where the words came from, the lyrics. That's... It was on a night mysterious. That's when you said you care. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, if you're going to steal, steal from the best. That's, <laughs> that's right. Right. And, uh, and So Strange happens to be one of my favorite, favorite songs. Oh, yeah. Well, well you know. The it's, guess... so, it's so gritty and earthy and, you know. Yes. Yes. Did Jess keep doing that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's up now? What are we doing? Okay, next up, I think uh, I'll walk Walk with God. God. Oh, yeah. Um, No, this is another one that's not a studio recording. You probably can tell. Because some of these things, they, you know, they distort a little bit sometimes. Uh It was a song written, um, uh, Sigmund Romberg was a great um, uh, composer for operette and everything and he wrote the student prince and Mario Alonso was supposed to sing in the student prince but um, he was a little hot headed so I won't get into the whole story and he didn't but he had to they had to use uh, his voice and Edmund the English actor Edmund Purdom played the part so when Edmund Purdom opened his mouth Mario Alonso's voice came out when he sang (laughs) you know uh, so anyway, this song I'll Walk With God, uh, Brodsky, I think Nicholas Brodsky, I forget the other guy, this wasn't written, this wasn't in the original uh, score of um, of the student prince. 
I, I've sung it at a few, you know, occasions in church. I'll walk with God. And, and it's a kind of song that gives us comfort. It's a beautiful lyric, really. Okay, let's take a listen. I'll walk with God. Nikki Adio. I'll walk with God from this day on. Again, Nikki. Uh, wow, that's a very—I know—it's a very solemn song, and it's. A, <clears throat> but during these holy days, and that's not—you know—it's not tied to any particular religion. You know, right. right? It's a song. It's just just a song for any believers or even non-believers. This you know, I love the line: "There is no death, though eyes grow dim. There is no fear when I'm near to Him." You know. Uh huh. And it gives us some solace sometimes. Yes. Oh, there's something more, you know? It, it definitely does. And, um, you know, it, it just goes straight to the soul. Oh. Yes, yes. Yeah, these people know how to write music. <laughs> Amen to that one. Um, okay, so next selection we have is If You Love Me. Love Me. Mm. 
Franklin Peeker, I believe, was the lead singer. Uh-huh. And um, when I when when you grow up in Asbury, even before I even sang or was out on the streets on my own, this is the music you would hear if you loved me, you know, or you would hear uh, gospel songs or the Valentines. I remember the guy behind our house was always playing Lily Mae Bell every Saturday morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, don't say goodnight, you know. Not that I minded. I mean, it, it, it was like a, a, a smorgasbord of music, gospel music, and all these great tunes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of African-American families there, and it was, you know, so, if, uh, you know, that that's the environment I was in, and that's, I grew to love this music. Now, what happens with this song, it's really <clears throat> written by Edith Piaf, the great French chanteuse, you know. Yes. And she died very young. Uh, everybody knows La Vie en Rose and those things, you know, which is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it, in French, it was called Him, Him L'Amour, I think. In fact, I heard Celine Dion sing it, uh, not, not this way, but... Uh, Josh Groban, I think, did a version of it, and uh, it's in French, but um, this is more like the Blue Notes version, and this is definitely uh, a basement recording, so it may distort a little here and there, I don't know. I'm being perfectly honest with the audience to tell them, you know, what can happen, but sometimes you look past that when you have the performance, you know? Yes. I think we caught the performance on here. And I remember when I was, I was having a lot of trouble, uh, even vocally at this time, I was, I don't know, for some reason, getting sick and everything. And uh, I said, the guys were there, and they said, well, come on, let's do it. And this regards, this is not an ooh and ah background like that. This is like... uh, from the early rhythm and blues, you know, you 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 hear it. Okay. You know, it's more of a, which probably came out of the gospel tradition and all, and you know, and uh, that's what I love about it so much. So uh, it's definitely, along with the wind and songs like that, one of my favorites. Uh, if you love me, great. Let's take a listen right now.
Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. yeah. That was another one. And that was a basement song. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bobby Boo. Um, yeah. Danny Gordy, Antonio, yeah. And my, my friend Dustin McCauley uh, was playing the keyboard on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I hope he's listening. He's up in Canada. I sent him a note. Yeah. yeah. He'll be thrilled to hear it, that we, we did these things. Now, come on, honestly. Yeah. Think, yeah. Do you think, I think that when we were doing, we're doing this for fun. We're doing this because we love it, you know? Right. Right. You know? And who's saying, come on, Nicky, you're going to do it? You, you can't do that. You're <laughs> ragging me on, you know? And I said, well, you know, don't give me the challenge because I might take you up on it, you know? And uh, we, then we went down to the basement after a little pasta and wine and, you know, or maybe <laughs> the pasta and wine came later. I don't remember. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Edith Piaf, Him Domor, wrote it for um, uh, Marcel Sardin, who was middleweight champ of uh, Europe, who got killed in a plane crash coming back to America. Oh. Right. Yeah. So she, she wrote that. There's more lyrics to it, but this is for our purposes, and I'm sure the rhythm and blues version, this works well. If you love me, let it happen. I won't care, you know? Mm-hmm. Full yeah. of torment, you know? Yeah, it was, I mean... Edith Piaf was full of torment. It was yeah. great. I mean, the song itself was great. And you did a fantastic job with it. Thank you. You're very welcome. Who knows what's ever, ever going to happen, if anything. But as long as the people like it, it happened. You know, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, what it's meant to do. Exactly, that's what matters. That's it. So now that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. And next up, we have Um, "I'd Be So Happy." Happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. This is a song I might have to explain. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, Your friend and mine, Hal Keshner, was at my house one day. You know Hal, right? Yes. I said, Hal, I like this song. My friend uh, Chick told me about it. and uh, Let's see if we can do something with it, you know. And and I I, I really liked it. it it's not it's it's not a like quote unquote oldie song or anything. But uh, this is our version or my version of uh, I'd be so happy. It's a little little different. I hope the audience enjoys it. Well, I'm sure they will. Well, I've heard it, and it's wonderful. wonderful. Let's get right to it. Without a word between 
Nikki Adia with I'd Be So Happy. And yes, Nikki, another haunting song. Yeah, isn't it? It is, it is. Well, you, can, you can tell where my uh, heart and soul is at. Uh-huh. Um, um, wow. Wow. I mean, that, just another one that goes right to the soul. Soul. Right to it. Absolutely. Uh, well, so, let's see. We have, um... um about 10 minutes left, left. Uh, um, and I always, always leave room for peace, that's at the end, yeah. so uh, uh, for our next selection, Nikki, how about trees? Oh yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a beauty, again my friend Dustin McCauley uh, accompanies me on piano, this is not a studio recording, although this one really does sound like a studio recording, but listen to it, but uh this is the one that Joyce Kilmer wrote. Joyce Kilmer. Yes. Yeah. It's actually a man from um, New Brunswick, New Jersey, I think. Mm-hmm. Around 1914 wrote this. And um, I, I first heard a song, of course, uh, by uh, my other favorite singer, Mario Lanza. So he's right up there with uh, Jackie Wilson for me, Frankie Lyman, and uh, Willie Winfield, and... Bobby Lester and, uh, you know, Nolan Strong. Those are great, yes. 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 And again, if anybody wants to t- contact me, it's ni4a4 at aol.com, 732-963-9059, or you can write to n at Box 2303 Elberon, E-L-B-E-R-O-N, New Jersey, 07740. And, of course, I'd like to thank uh, you, Steve, and Barb, you know, for uh, putting this show on. I, I think it was a nice casual show. We had a few glitches, but we got through them, you know. Yeah, yeah, and we're not finished yet. And, yes, you will be back for part four. Yeah, I mean, you know, we haven't even touched on uh, the rest of what you've done. So, but for now, for now, we're going to do Trees. And this is a poem, um, as you said, by Joyce Kilmer. We all learn this in public school. Right. You know, I remember that. I think that I will never see a poem lovely as a tree. tree. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody put it to music around, I forget the fellow's name, around 1922. Okay. Okay. Let's hear Nikki Adio with Trees. I think that I shall never see A poem lovely as a tree A tree whose hungry mouth is pressed Against the earth's sweet flowing breast A tree that looks at God all day Her leaves. 
Soul, all goes into it. Yeah, the messenger. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want you know I want to you know thank you and the audience and Barb and everybody for allowing me to be on the program. And uh, from the reaction, people enjoyed this hodgepodge of music. And uh, look out for songs of unity, hope, and inspiration. And. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, a blessed New Year, Happy Hanukkah, and all the good things in life. And yes, and twenty-one um, that is really blessed, and America can get back on its feet. Exactly. And um, before we play peace, uh, I'd like to do Mamma Mia. Oh, Mamma Mia. Should I say something about this one? Yes, please. Yes, I'm, I'm accompanied by a fellow named Dale Haas, and uh, he just passed recently, <laughs> and, and we enjoy doing these songs. song first recorded by Enrico Caruso, a great uh, Neapolitan tenor. Mamma Mia Que Vosape, a Neapolitan song, and he's saying, Mama, what do you want from me? Why do you ask me? Why do you torment me even in my dreams? Mamma Mia. Uh, let's hear Nicky Addio doing Mamma Mia. One notte se ne scende, robo giacchi sto che stange, quagna veglia tu me mange, zendo smagna te vasa. E te chiama schiari orno, ma per la rastu chiarore, tenga notte d'indogore, e non pozzore pusa. Anno me va a morire, tu ne vuoi da me mamma mia ma venna di perché che sta smagna non me vola so ah, non mi va a morire 
mamá mía que está purra, no me di toda baza. Mía que está purra, so nice, so very nice. And now, our closing song, as always, peace. And uh, Nikki, thank you so very much for uh, being with us tonight. Um, and thank you. It's, it's, just, it's just all of your music is beautiful, and thank you for being who you are and for sharing with us the stories, the music, and your heart. Thank you very much, and I'm just so happy and blessed to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki, and now peace by Nikki Adio.